and gentlemen. Welcome, well, <laughs> welcome to the Talk About Noise Show. I'm your host, Art Moore. I'm not editing that. <laughs> oh, no. We don't get a do-over? This is the part where you go, Vicksburg and the Pittsburgh. <laughs> I didn't do my Vicksburg and the Pittsburgh uh, warm-up, which um, I normally actually do, but uh, not today. My name is Eric Hansen. Welcome to the Talk <laughs> Sorry, About Noise Show. This is Art Moore. He is a co-host, <laughs> and he is here to explain to you how to speak English. I love how I've, I've been demoted to co-host, and we've never really formally said co-host it. Why is co-host? No, 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 no. no it's, not, it's not a demotion. But here we go. Here we, we go. We've never officially said it, but... But we've always kind of like said, I'm your host, and Eric said, and I'm your other host, and it's not like I'm the host and Eric's the co-host, and we're not. It's not like one or the other, but there is kind of like the co-host word in our group, in our our little thing, has kind of been demoted a bit from host. No, you are sub-host now. Ooh, I'm even lower on the (laughs) sub-host. All right, I'll tell you what. How about you do a couple of segments on your own? I'll go away, and then I'll come back when it's my turn. How about that? Oh, but I'll be lonely. (laughs) I'll be so lonely. No. So, folks, we're super excited to be here today. I mean, every week we're excited to be here. We love talking about stuff that's important to us and uh, and hopefully important to you. But it may not be, but we don't care. It's important to us, and therefore it is important to you. Because we are your primary music news source for music that matters. That's right. Music news See, that, that matters. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the news desk. We have a lot of important and pressing topics for you today. Yep. Yeah, that was about it. That's all we got. I had a head cold this week. I lost three days of my life, so um, I'm not even sure what day it is. Oh, no. I didn't have a head cold, but I I did have a very, very bad stomach thing and lost uh, one entire night. There was one night this week where I only got like an hour of sleep. It was pretty rough. Yeah, that stinks. No, it happens. You know, it's not a big deal, but it it was pretty crazy. So, yeah, so it's been sick around here for everybody, Uh, but... You got some good stuff for us? And this is a little bit of old news, a couple months old, but it's still important to me. Gibson now has announced their most affordable affordable U.S. guitar lineup. Oh. Their new S-Series, which will, and this is a Gibson guitar, and this is not Epiphone. This is a Gibson guitar, okay? Got it. And in their S-Series, their, their, their most budget-minded M2 model now lists for $400. That's budget-minded? That, oh, my gosh. Wait, <laughs> They need to redefine the wait word a budget. Second. No, no, no. But that's budget-minded for Gibson, right? So this I is know, a I know, I know, Gibson I know. guitar. I got you. It's, it's uh, legitimately like the good stuff the, for $400. The S-Series. And this is there's a couple of features here that I really am excited about. But the S-Series includes the Firebird Zero, which is about 500 bucks. The SG Fusion, Ooh, which is 600 Very nice. I like the SGs. Les Paul Custom Special, which is seven hundred. And when you get Custom Special on the end of that, it sounds like really fancy. But these are like lower, lower end finishes. Like they're not quite as you know, unbelievably beautiful. But they, they still look. Great. They're not unbelievably. Well, beautiful. you know, like 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 Gip, like Gibson has a great finish on 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 their like, on their very high end guitars. You know, two thousand dollars and above, and and. I mean, it's a great guitar, right? Oh, yeah, of course. And it looks great. These definitely look like, you know, from what I can tell, there's no um, binding on the on the front face, which Gibson has for almost all their guitars. Um, and they're just kind of nice, solid colors. So it's nothing nothing super fancy, but it's a Gibson, you know, and it, they could be fantastic. Um, and uh, they and, and then the final one was the, the Les Paul Custom Studio, which will be uh, eight ninety nine. So, hmm. wow. and um, so it's really interesting. So you take a look at some of these these models here. 
Um, the the uh, the SG Fusion looks just like an SG. Like it looks great. Well, you would expect it to. The Firebird Zero does not look like a Firebird. I oh, mean, for real? There's some. There's That's some. Here's just here's a picture of it. Maybe we can grab this off. Um, I love how you're like that. showing me the picture. <laughs> Don't show anybody else. Well, no, I'm saying we'll cards. grab the picture. You'll put it here and post, <laughs> folks. The picture will be right here. Anyway, uh, the Firebird Zero uh, I'm too busy for that. It's kind of like a, a a mix between an airline and a Firebird. Honestly, like looking at it, it's a great look. I I love the look of it. Um, it's just it's slightly different. <laughs> Then what I rem- I you know I, I play an Epiphone Firebird uh, Seven and love the guitar to death and um, and what was that like nine hundred bucks that was yeah around nine hundred thousand dollars for that for that guitar that was an exp- uh, you know fairly it was one of the more expensive Epiphone but brands. now now you you could have gotten a Gibson had you just waited twenty years Art uh, yeah so just it was, wait. Had the guitar for about ten years. Yeah, it just teaches you wait. Because I had the guitar in our band. <laughs> yeah, do just wait. Don't buy anything. Don't buy anything. Just wait until it costs nothing. And then there you go. Or go buy the old stuff that now costs nothing. Anyways, we're both cheapies. Um, so I'm looking here at the M2, and this uh, guitar looks like it is a flat top, but has a kind of a um, a Gibson look to All it. All right, I kind of feel like uh, we're, we're dumping in, jumping into nerd weeds here. Like. Okay, I'll get out of the nerd weeds here. The only one that has a carved top is the Les Paul, Les Paul Custom Studio out of the S-Series. Anyways, I'm excited about these guitars. Um, you know, I do tend to be a little bit cheaper, so I do buy Epiphones, I do buy Agile. Uh, I but do now buy you can ones. buy the real thing, and man. And now I might actually grab one of these one of these Gibsons. With so budget guitar good for you well i think these are very reasonably priced yeah Don't for you? people with money well yeah with people with money <laughs> sure. you're like yeah like me what's your deal <laughs> um so i i was reading another article back in december and this may tie into the same reason for all of this so um it was reading a thing about how fender has been lowering their prices on all guitars and they're trying to push even like mid-range guitars to beginners in the hopes that beginners uh, actually keep playing. Yeah. It turns out that the new guitar students that are playing, uh, on average, play a month. And that's it. That little. And that's most crazy. people are moving in, like the synth music and all the other stuff is taking over. And that's so insane. There's a crowded space, and apparently um, there's only enough room. And so a lot of these newer musicians are moving towards the electronic stuff. They don't even play guitar anymore. They're, they're, they're keyboards in. Like take, take 21 pilots. Like he yeah. only plays the ukulele. Oh That's man. it. Right. And so a lot of, so I was reading like Fender's like, take this guitar, please, please play it. Please. We're right. desperate. We want you to start playing. And they're in their projections. They're projecting that guitar sales will decline over the next 20 years because nobody wants to play. That's anyway. so interesting. Well, I mean, and so Gibson may, may be seeing the same thing. Yeah, they're like, hey, the thing, it's time to, to start pushing the, the real stuff at a lower price. I just know better quality there. instruments in the hands of beginners is always a good thing. Like, it will always help a, a, a beginner play. I know. First time properly. I played a Stradivarius violin, I was awesome. I was so good. <sighs> I always feel like I have a good point to make, and you're like, no, I'm going to make it ridiculous. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go art. That was I like a good it. Point. No, that I like it. It's, no, it's, you're right. It's part of our banter. It's, it's totally we, cool. I we want it. new musicians to have the better, is that what it was? The better instruments? I don't care. Uh, play. <laughs> Just go play. That really, honestly, it doesn't matter. Just go find an instrument and play. Like, you know, um, I think it's great that everyone's dropping their prices, making it more affordable for people to buy, you know, quality guitars. But even if you don't have a quality guitar, just go play, man. Go play and play and play. And uh, yeah, yeah. Although I will say, 
since playing with Machina. It's pronounced Machina, Americans. All right. What, what are people pronouncing <coughs> it as? Well, it's in, in, you just say machine. But in, it's, it, they're it's based machine in, Germany, in Germany. So you say Machina. All right. So what, were you, what was your point? You are going to say something? So that, uh, let's see. I think the, uh, the standard Machina is $500, and that comes <coughs> with um, like the complete select. Right. And um, complete select. And um, <laughs> I mean, the stuff you can do with that is pretty freaking amazing. <laughs> it is pretty freaking amazing. <laughs> so I can kind of see why why the guitar makers would be like, "Ooh, we're a little worried because yeah. it takes a long time to master a guitar." But you know, it doesn't take that long to play with some MIDI notes, and all of a sudden you got a great sounding stuff. Yeah, I, I well, actually have a uh, piano what do student. I know? What do I know? I, don't I have know a piano student who um, has a uh, he's starting to build a, a modular synth. You know? Um, oh wow! He's like buying. Buying components of a modular synth, and they just you just connect it and and do all that stuff. It's way way fun to play with. You so I've realized it worked out. Maybe I have a problem. Like I can get to a threshold and be like, "That's cool. I'll get into that." But I don't go like hardcore. Like I'm gonna build my own guitar. I'm gonna sand down uh, the guitar. Oh, really? oh, I'm gonna do all of this. I'm just like. Eh. So here's the thing with building your guitar, right? My son said, "Dad, I want my own guitar. This is the kind of yeah, guitar you did I that. want." And I said, "Okay." Here are the pieces. Put it together. <laughs> yeah, it was more. Of, it was more him doing it than it was me being. Yeah, completely involved. It's a lot of work. Well, that's I all mean, I'm saying. It was okay. I'm it just saying I don't bad. have the attention span. I don't know if it's the attention span I'm, or if it's a desire. And plus, you're busy. You've got a lot of stuff you're doing. It's not like you're lazy. No, no, I'm. I'm lazy. Oh, you are lazy. <laughs> I'm totally lazy. <laughs> um, I don't think that's true. But nope, totally. I will. I will. I will submit to that. Dude. All right, so I got one for you, Art. Yes. State of the streaming industry. Ooh. Or the recording industry. Yes. Thanks Wait, to the, the streaming. recording industry or the streaming industry? Which uh, one? They're, they're practically one and the same these oh, days. Oh, no, they're not. Oh, they are. Listen um, to this. Insiders Listen. would disagree. Just kidding. Go ahead. And so would your mom. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that doesn't A work. A mom joke? No, what year is know. this? Have we traveled back in time? <laughs> Marty, Marty. Okay. <laughs> Um, so, the Recording Industry uh, Association of America, the RIAA, okay. reported $7.7 billion revenue in 2016, last Ooh, year. Okay. Okay. And this is the music industry's highest gross since 2009. Wow, that's impressive. And it was an 11% improvement over 2015. And they are saying the biggest reason for this is the increase in streaming revenue. And legitimate streaming services such oh. as Apple Music, Spotify, and then they introduce they say Tidal as well. So Tidal wow. is apparently a big player in this. It's now a player. Uh, so they have nearly doubled the number of subscribers from 2015 to 2016, and as a result, there was an increase in close to 2.3 billion dollars in streaming steam steaming <laughs> steaming subscribers streaming subscribers <laughs> from 2015 to 2016. Wow, that's so a large increase. That w they're very excited because what that shows is that they've dipped, but now they're rising again. That uh, the the amount that they assume piracy is taking out is now being curtailed by the streaming services, which oh. is what we had assumed in the first place. Yeah, if you give people a legitimate way to you know consume everything mass and mass, you know, just shove it in their face, then yeah, they're gonna they're gonna pay for it. Ram it down their throats. I, I would rather go to a buffet than to steal all the food that I eat. Just saying. Never mind. Never mind. Depends upon the buffet here. Ah. <laughs> we do have a buffet near where we live. It's called the 
Chuckarama. I don't know uh, if you've ever heard of that. No, don't. Uh, I had an old girlfriend who called it the Up Chuckarama. <laughs> yeah, that's that's actually a local joke for all of us. Ha ha ha. I still thought it was funny. It was funny 20 years ago. It's funny now. It's still funny now. What year is this, Art? What year is this? Mark. Mar- Marty, Marty. <laughs> All right. So, but check this out. This is very interesting to me. Okay, they, they, the RIAA considers three pillars of the music industry now. Okay. Okay. CDs, digital downloads, and vinyl. streaming. Oh, okay. Streaming. CDs is lumped in with vinyl. Okay. Okay. Because nobody like physical vinyl. purchases. Right. No, no. Listen to this. Oh, okay. oh, more information. This is blowing vinyl. my mind. Okay. Um, compact disc sales plummet. With 99.4 million physical albums purchased in 2016. Okay. Who in the world is buying 99.4 million CDs? Like, I don't even have anything that can play a CD in the house anymore. Yeah, that is kind of weird. Well, no, I guess the PlayStation 3 can. But the PlayStation 4 cannot. Right. And, and I'm looking around my house like, do I have anything that can play a CD? I have a huge book of CDs right over there. That I'm going to use that I use maybe, just for maybe like, your computer, but not your MacBook right? Pro. Not your MacBook, new MacBook Pro. <laughs> well, in my laptop, just your desktop. Nothing. Yeah, right? just a desktop. So I'm just like, a desktop. who's buying these things? I have an external CD burner for my desktop. When somebody comes in, they're like, "Okay, we finished the recording session. Can we get a CD?" Right, and you're like, "What? Why? What? Marty, Marty, what year is it?" <laughs> <laughs> okay, but get this: vinyl sales are increasing. Okay. They have great. grown up to 430 million. And I was thinking about it. Like, if vinyl made a comeback, that would be like a collector's thing for me, and I would totally be down. So I just want to be clear. It's not if vinyl has made a comeback. It has made a comeback. No, it's made a comeback, but not legitimately. Like, I have a record player upstairs, but it's from, like, 1870. Well, why don't it. you buy, like, a nice one from today? Yeah, I don't know. Same reason I don't have a compact disc player because no, it's no, 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 different issue. Completely. And the other thing is, I I keep it like a collector's item. I'd want to keep it in the plastic and just display it. Wait, keep what in the plastic? The, the vinyl? vinyl. That's actually something that 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 that's a real concern that people actually don't play their vinyl, but they collect it. Yeah, so and fun. Keep it in the plastic. Mm. See, that would be me. See, that's weird. That's what I would do. I would pull that baby out and play it. No, man. It. Yeah, man. You just listen to it digitally on your so, phone. So and <laughs> I've always been a little bit behind technology-wise. And when I was a kid, instead of listening to CDs and tapes, I listened to vinyl. Everything I listened to was on record. It happened to be like tons of classical music. For real? Music. Oh, yeah. I had a record player. I wow. listened to records constantly. And I always got frustrated at my brothers who would like like run into the room and jump right in front of the record player and make it skip. <laughs> oh, yeah and, yeah. and then I'd pound them. I'd be like, what are you doing? No, I guess I, mean, I, I grew up with the turntable as well. I just never used it. No, the only time I did use it was to try and play uh, Stairway to Heaven backwards by manually rotating Like backwards. destroying the motors inside. No, no, Sometimes. no. You could flip it in neutral mode and just... Oh, that's great. Mine and I did have, play Stairway to Heaven backwards. It was, it was a little bit cheaper. And there are secret messages from the devil telling you to do things. Buy no, there are Apple aren't. stock. But if Buy you... Apple stock. But if you do play the Beatles, <laughs> parts of the White Album backwards, they do say stuff backwards. Sure, whatever. They okay. do! Fine. And they if you play, have satanic messages No, that one's just about Paul being people. dead. Oh, Paul being dead. And, Okay, we're going to do this on the podcast. Matter of fact, maybe I should do this next week and prove to you. Sure, whatever. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, it's not that I don't believe it's there. I just don't believe that you can like extract no, no, no. any sort of meaning okay. from that. Another One Bites the Dust by Queen. 
Okay. Play it backwards. All right. I've done this. You know what it says? No. It's fun to smoke marijuana. It does. It's so weird. It does. Do you know it how hard it. it is to construct something like that? I know, right? Like it, but the it way coming, he... it come, coming together like like by accident is probably much easier than it, it like actually, you know, being. Oh yeah, thing. yeah. Um I'm fairly confident it didn't mean to happen. And there's that uh what is it, the, the mere exposure effect where or is that what it is? Where someone tells you this is what it says, and then when you listen to it, you're like, yeah. That's oh, and the cognitive dissonance, yeah. So, that's um, not it. Now that I think about it, I don't think it's cognitive dissonance. No, I don't think it's cognitive dissonance. There, there, there's re- some cognitive the, the, the reticulating but. activator, that's what it is. Oh, look at yeah, that. Yeah, that's the word for it. When you when you notice something, and then all of a sudden you're seeing it everywhere, you know, it's like you buy a new car, and then all of a sudden you see your car everywhere. Oh, right, 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 right. That's called the reticulating right. activator. Um, it's like when you buy a house, and then you notice everyone needs to buy a house. Mm, yeah, reticulating you know? activator. It's like when you get a burger and you realize everyone I need around to start you using that is more. eating a burger. I need to start being like... Because you're in a burger joint. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll walk around and be like, open your eyes, people. This is the reticulating activator. Stop people. being lemmings. Stop being lemmings. Okay. So that's it. So, um, okay. I still think, though, like the music industry, it, and this is part of the entertainment sector as a whole will only be good as long as the worldwide economy is good as a whole, Hmm. right? As long as things are good, that is one of the top ones to do well. As soon as things go bad, that's one of the first ones to drop off. Oh, yeah, I I I can see that. Fall off a cliff. The the, the one that I think will probably be fairly immune is Netflix. I don't think Netflix will be able to drop off because, I mean, I don't know. I don't know about you, but Netflix is part of my lifeline. Like, I need Netflix. Interesting. Like, I don't watch Netflix anymore. Oh, really? Mm -mm. Not really. You're probably just too busy to watch TV in general. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, and that uh, that would actually bring bring me to my next news item. But do you want to go? Yeah, no, you do do your next thing. Okay, so um, I don't know why, but I don't watch TV anymore at all. Okay. That's so interesting. I I wa- I find I myself watched. watching the same shows over and over again well, just yeah. as I fall asleep. <laughs> I don't really have time to watch like a new TV show. That's the problem is I'll be like, you know, I could try to invest time and get into this show or I could just watch Rick and Morty for the yep. 500th time. Yep. That's kind of how I am. I think I'll do that. Or Archer. Okay, so anyway. Um, for me, it's Chris always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, so, yeah, that yeah. one too. Uh, Chris Brown made a cameo on the show Blackish. Ooh. Okay. Oh. Ooh. And um, how did that go? So apparently, this was a heavily publicized thing, and they were promoting it hardcore. <gasps> Check out the what? next episode of Blackish. Chris Brown makes a cameo. That's la, 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 so la. interesting, right? So they I would w- never would think that that would be like. And people were calling it jumping the shark, saying that Blackish is dying and that they need people watching. So they're trying to weird into it because apparently they're doing okay, not bad. But um, that episode tanked apparently. Well. Yeah, because just because of Chris Brown, and what caught my eye was that well, we're extrapolating. It was just because of Chris Brown. Well, yeah. Um, Disney re- is a quote. Disney refused to cancel the appearance despite heavy pressure from viewers and media outlets. Perhaps Disney hoped that the controversy would court ratings, but the exact opposite may have occurred. Oh, yeah. Instead of spiking viewers based on controversy, the appearance of uh, Brown may have alienated family-oriented viewers. Uh, many viewers were concerned about the impact of the African-American community and uh, were unwilling to support the decision. Oh, so interesting. Well, what blows my mind is like, I wonder if there are people just sit around and are like, I need to be offended about something today. Oh, what oh, can absolutely. I be offended about? And then absolutely. they'll like scroll through social media and be like, oh, 
Did Chris Brown is gonna. Okay, we need to pick it. We need to do this. I am furious. I'm so angry. And then it happens. They're like, well, that was good. Okay, I need something else to be angry about. Like, well, who I mean, spends all their time just waiting and being like, this is awful. Yeah. We need to do something. Yeah. Well, you look at something like um, just recently. There, there's a there's a YouTube channel called Kind of Funny Games, right? And they they do a great job. They have uh, uh, their two big people are uh, Greg Miller and Colin Moriarty. They both uh, worked at IGN and then they stopped working there to start their own company. Right. They have a little, um, uh, their own YouTube show. Yeah, their own YouTube show, and they do a good job. Um, so Colin recently tweeted out this tweet, and it just said. Um, um, Ah, peace and quiet. Hashtag a day without a woman, and got so much flack from it. He ended up having to leave his company. Um, For real? Yeah. It Why? Was, I don't know. I mean, like people were so angry about this just stupid, dumb tweet. And why would he it, leave? See, I, I kind of feel like follow the Disney approach. So Disney, instead of bowing to the down. controversy, you double down. You double down. And if it offends more people, oh well. You double down again. You double down. You triple down. You double down you to quadruple down. down to double on. Right. Yeah. Just go. Just keep and going. this brings me up to my third piece of news, which also interlinks to it's Chris all Brown. It's in. Yeah, go and for then, it. And then I'll be done with mine. Yeah. But I found this fascinating. Chris Brown has a nationwide tour plan. Okay. And the, okay. The, his little appearance was all part of the promotion of the tour and stuff all like right, that. I okay? can see that for sure. And 50 Cent was on the billing. Right? Ooh. So nice. Chris Brown and 50 Cent sold out across the country. That'd be pretty quick. They're going on tour, I think. They're starting next week. And guess who's not showing? No, April 10th. Wait, is that two weeks? Two, uh, ah, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so it's coming up. And they start here soon. And guess what? 50 Cent is not on the billing anymore. He's mysteriously disappeared. Oh, no. No mention of anything from anybody. And about why that's happening? Here's the kicker. No refunds offered for the tour. That is lame. So I would like to officially announce that I am now going on tour with Paul McCartney. <laughs> um, let's Black Sabbath. Yep. Yep. Just announce it. And sell the tickets. Right? And then I'm gonna sell all the tickets and be like, guys, they all canceled. <laughs> they all but no refunds. Mysteriously canceled. Some pretty shady stuff out there, people. I don't know. I thought if you're gonna if you're gonna be um, a jerk in the world and rip people off. You might as well go all the way, and that's a good way to do it. It's a good way to do it. Woo! Go all the way. Just go crazy. So that's all I've got for you, Art. All right. Well, that's, you ready to hear some it. good news, some interesting news? Uh, there's a woman. Her name is Melissa McCracken, which I, I love that last name, McCracken. It always sounds like, she's, like she's probably out on a pirate ship. You know? Oh, my gosh. Like, just right, like, because release the Kraken. Very good. I, I, just, I just broke that down for you. Okay, so... I didn't finish. <laughs> yes, release the Kraken. I was thinking she's out there creating the sandwich after having killed the Kraken called the McCracken. That's where. Oh, that's, yeah, that was good. I like it. Yeah. yeah. See what you missed out by by interrupting my awesome joke. All right, it doesn't matter, people. Anyways, um, no, no, that was good. She's not a pirate. Actually, she's I think you should start there. over. Do it again. <laughs> Starting Do it right over. now. No, um, she is, has a very interesting uh, disorder called sedation. And what this is, is that when you hear sounds or you hear music, they can be, um, your mind is, is kind of broken in a way where it projects projects images or colors onto your eyes as you listen to it. Now, her form huh. of synthesia, cool. known as chromesthesia, chromesthesia uh, means that she spontaneously and involuntarily sees colors when Combusts. listening to music. Oh. 
So I think it's really interesting. I'm just going to read this little thing here, and I just I think it's so so interesting. And we'll try to put a link on this uh, down in the show notes. Um, But here she says, I used to think that my synthesia was normal, and that asking anyone about it would be asking them if they could smell the coffee in the coffee shop. At 16, I found out that it wasn't when I tried when I was trying to choose a ringtone. My phone was blue, and I told my friend that I was going to pick an orange song to match it because they're complementary colors. He seemed really confused, and I thought there was something wrong with him. <laughs> I finally clicked later in high school, psychology class. It was shocking because I never thought of it as unusual. So I think it's really interesting what wow. she does is she actually listens to music, and she is herself an artist. So she tries to recreate what she sees in acrylic and oil, depending oh. on, on, on what she's working with. Huh. Okay? That's interesting. So, for instance, and uh, you know, um, giving more work to Eric, of course, there's a whole bunch of different uh, colors here and, and or different paintings here. They're absolutely gorgeous, um, and they're all connected to a song. Um, that she listens to, like for instance, uh, this is one that's the Bach Cello Suite Number One, um, and that's uh, actually really cool. The the Pink Floyd Time. There's a whole bunch <gasps> of them in here, oh, and I need to see that they're one. just absolutely gorgeous. Now, of course, her style is in there as well. You can't get away from that, but you don't want to. Um, it's okay. just really, really interesting, and I think that um, someone who takes something like a I don't even know if I call that a disability, but like a disorder, you know, kind of a, a thing like that, and then turns it into something really, really kind of interesting and special. Uh, it reminds me, like, frankly, of my son, who's writing music right now, and, and he's deaf. So the, the hmm. things that are interesting to him or the things that are, you know, the things that he starts pulling out in his music are very different than the things that I would pull out of, try to put into music or pull out of, of what I'm trying to do. And it comes with some very interesting, different viewpoints on the way that music interacts with the audience. Because it's not always, for him, about the harmonic progression. Sometimes it's about how that guitar feels against his body, and he likes that vibration of that one chord. So that song is all that one chord. Hmm. And the variation, the interesting part, comes in through the vocal, the works that he does. So it, it can be pretty interesting. Um, to, to kind of see how that works together. And I, I think this specifically is really, just really cool. So, Okay. That was very inspirational. Yeah. I feel inspired. Go, go create stuff, guys. We love it when people create stuff. But not if it's better than my stuff, so don't, don't create yeah, it. Yeah, you, you have to gauge it with Eric's stuff. You have to be like, is <laughs> go this to, better? Because if it's, go if to it the is, swoop the band. don't com do that. And uh, make sure you're not better than Eric. Right? <laughs> don't, don't, be help us out. don't be better than your mentor. That would help us out a lot, guys. Uh, anyway, uh, that's our show for today. So yes, it, is. it was great. It was a good time, Mark. <laughs> I feel like we should hug. I've always had a good time. Don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> mixed signals? Am I giving mixed signals? Oh, man. <laughs> anyway, uh, you can catch us at talkingaboutnoise.com. Oh, that's right. We have that now. <laughs> I am at, at I am the swoop on Twitter and um, I am the or, what is it? The swoop at, the band.com? Yeah, the swoop um, I am at Artmore Studios. Uh, you can get all this information on our website too. So go to talkingaboutnoise.com and uh, leave us an email at talkingaboutnoise at gmail.com. And that's it, folks. And that's 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 it. So so there you go. There you go. <laughs> Have a great week. Go make something. Be oh, the geez. force just end. for change. Just end. Oh my gosh. Okay, we have to and do that's we have to the do the, way the cookie okay, we have to crumbles. do the 80s pause. <laughs>